Welcome to the Glory Generation Podcast. Here's your host, James Starr. Hey, what is up? Hope you're having an awesome day. So today I want to talk about the refreshing of the Lord, the true rest of the Lord, and speaking in tongues a little bit. All right, so I am in the book of Isaiah chapter 28, and this is actually a, a, like one of my... Uh, I love this passage of scripture. So here's kind of the background, because I'm not going to like read a lot of this. I'm just going to kind of paraphrase it. I'm going to go into one or two scriptures. I'm going to talk a little bit about the concept of praying in tongues, speaking in tongues, and what it really means, because I believe that that so, so many people I've met, even people that are baptized in the Holy Spirit and speak in tongues, don't really understand what they're doing or why. And it just kind of becomes like a topic. And being filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues is not a topic. To me, it's a lifestyle, right? So it's, it's a gift from, from the Lord Jesus. And so we want to have the right you know, perspective on this. So in the book of Isaiah chapter 28, it starts out and the Lord is kind of like rebuking people that are drunk on wine and, and, and not living right. And I will, kind of, I will kind of read this. So it says verse 7, But even these uh, reel from wine and stagger from strong drink. The priest and the prophet reel from strong drink. They are confused with wine. They stagger and are gone astray through strong drink. They err in vision and they stumble when pronouncing judgment. And it says that all the tables, for all of the tables are full of filthy vomit so that there is no place that is clean. And so God is rebuking these prophets and priests and the leaders that are basically drunk on the world. They're drunk on the world system. They're drunk on wine and alcohol. And they're not seeing right. They're not hearing right. Their relationship with the Lord has been disconnected. It's been broken. and But they're still operating in that place of a prophet and a priest. And, and so God's upset. God's rebuking them. And then this is what... Uh, so God begins to ask this question. So to whom... Will he teach knowledge or or to whom is God going to teach knowledge to? And who is he going to make to understand the message? And and then he goes on. And this is is an amazing passage of scripture because it really begins to prophesy about a coming day which was for us. You know, one thing that is interesting is that in the Old Testament, you actually see the the operation of all of the nine manifestations of the Holy Spirit. So in the in 1 Corinthians 12, the Bible talks about nine different ways the Holy Spirit manifests himself. And you see those nine gifts. Well, you see eight of those nine gifts operating in the Old Testament. So you see miracles in the Old Testament. You see gifts of healings in the Old Testament. You see prophecy in the Old Testament, the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom. You see all these things. The one thing you do not see in the Old Testament is speaking in tongues. All right. Now, many people believe that the blowing of trumpets is kind of a symbol of that. And I believe that it could be. But you don't really see the operation of tongues in the Old Testament. However, there's a prophecy here in verse 11. Okay, in verse 11 in Isaiah 28. And this is what it says. No, but the Lord will teach the rebels in a more humiliating way by men with stammering lips and another tongue. Will he speak to this people, says Isaiah, and then uh, and teach them his lessons to these complaining Jews? The Lord had said, this is the true rest. 
the way to true comfort and happiness that you shall give to the weary. And this is the true refreshing. Yet they would not listen to his teaching. So the Bible talks about these, these prophets and priests that are drunk on alcohol. They're drunk on wine. They're not seeing right. And all they do is say that they're, they're declaring precept among, uh, you know, upon precept, rule upon rule, here a little, there a little, but they're wrong. They're not in the right spirit. They're not in the right relationship. They're, they're filthy, right? They're not walking right. And so they're not representing the Lord accurately. So God's upset and he says, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to raise up a people who are going to hear my voice, who are going to know my ways, who are going to know me. And he said, this is how I'm going to do it. By men with stammering lips and another tongue. He is speaking about a day when the Holy Ghost would fall in the book of Acts chapter 2. And, and, and a sound from heaven would come. And it would be like a rushing of a mighty wind. And they would all be filled with the Holy Ghost and a, a flame of fire. The fire of God would come upon each of them. And they would all be filled with the Holy Spirit and begin to speak in other tongues as the spirit gives them utterance as the spirit gives them the ability to do this that's what he's prophesying about in the book of isaiah and he says that this that this this filling of the holy ghost this baptism of the holy spirit this this breakthrough where jesus comes and he lives on the inside of you by the holy ghost is the true rest and it is the refreshing. He says this is what will give rest to the weary. And that is why the devil fights speaking in tongues so bad. And he fights this doctrine of the baptism of the Holy Spirit so much. That many churches, even in our nation, in America, and across the world, many churches, the, even that believe in the Bible, will not allow people uh, to speak in other tongues in their meetings. That they will not allow because the devil has infiltrated the religious system and, and tried to twist. He's tried to give the church doctrines of devils so that they don't allow the moving of the Holy Ghost. But the church was born in the fire of God. The church was given birth to through this encounter where the Holy Spirit came and filled the 120 in the upper room. And so God desires for us to be filled. God desires for us to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And this ability to speak in tongues is such a dynamic and powerful gift from God. And I believe it is a gateway to the miraculous. It is a gateway to a powerful prayer life. It is a gateway to seeing visions and having dreams from God. It is a gateway to living right and being filled with the Holy Ghost. It's a gateway to exercising righteousness. And many people don't truly understand it. So in the Bible, in 1 Corinthians 14, the Bible says, when you speak in tongues, you're not speaking to people, but you're speaking to God. And you're speaking mysteries to Him. That word mysteries is the word mysterion, or some people would say mysterious. In, in the Greek, and it, it, it's almost like releasing a classified document into the presence of God from your spirit. But the Bible says that the sacred secret or the secret of God is that Christ 
in all the fullness of the Godhead now lives in you. And, and the Bible says that in him are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So when you begin to pray in other tongues, when you begin to speak in other tongues, you are uh, the, the, the treasures of wisdom and knowledge that are in Christ Jesus begin to move and you begin to release those those hidden treasures of wisdom and knowledge in the realm of the spirit into God and you begin to have this transaction uh, spirit to spirit with God himself and it is a classified transaction it is a classified uh, conversation it is a classified um, transaction with God himself that is spirit to spirit that the devil cannot infiltrate and it begins to release power in your body power in your soul and it begins to release wisdom and knowledge into your being and you begin to walk in a supernatural way. I'm telling you, if you're tired in life, if you're weary right now, begin to pray in other tongues. Begin to speak in other tongues. Begin to take time every day. Take, take 20 minutes. Take 30 minutes. Begin to pray in the Holy Ghost, in other tongues, every single day. And you'll begin to notice that the power of God will flow from within your spirit, into your being, into your body. And it will begin to fill the atmosphere of your life. And you'll begin to walk in, in the rest of God, and you'll begin to walk in refreshing. You'll be refreshed. You'll be energized. You'll begin to walk lighter. The burdens of this world will not be able to rest on you because you will just be walking with the yoke of the Lord and the burden of the Lord. Jesus said, if you're, if you're weary, if you're tired, come to me. I'll give you rest. I'll give you my yoke and my burden. His burden is light and his yoke is easy. So this is awesome. So I, I just think it's amazing. You know, God was upset with people that were drunk on wine and alcohol. So he said, guess what? I'm going to I'm gonna make a people drunk, but I'm going to do it by the Spirit of God. I'm going to make a people drunk on my spirit, on, on, on my ability, on my grace. And, and, and so God has done that, and he continues to do that today. So God is desiring that you would yield to being filled with the Holy Ghost. Being filled with the Holy Spirit is not a one-time event. Being baptized in the Holy Ghost is not a one-time deal. It is something that you have access to through your faith in Jesus. And if you have not been filled today, you can be filled today. You can be filled again. You can be filled again. You can be filled again. You can be filled every day. Just call upon the name of Jesus. That Jesus doesn't have to go on the cross again for you to be filled. He died on the cross one time. He paid the price in full. And it's just like in the Old Covenant when Moses took a rod one day and hit the mountain. He hit the rock. And when he hit the rock, water flowed out. That was a type of Jesus being on the cross and being smitten of God. He had to die once. He had to be hit once. He had to pay the price once. But after that, God only had to tell Moses to speak to the rock and water would flow out. And Moses disobeyed and he hit the rock again and God got upset. But it is a type of Jesus has paid the price once and since he has paid the price, you can just talk to him. You can just call out to him. You can just speak his name. And by knowing his name and by speaking his name and by calling out to Jesus, you can just be filled today. You can be filled again. You can be filled by faith. And you can have this power in your life. You can have this rest in your life. You can have this refreshing today. So I want to encourage you to be filled, to be refreshed, to receive rest from the Lord Jesus and to just be blessed in Jesus' name, and we'll speak to you soon. Thanks for listening to The Glory Generation today. As a reminder, we would love for you to subscribe and review. 
We love hearing your feedback, stories, and testimonies. Also, please share the podcast with your friends and help us raise up a generation of radical believers that will see the glory of God invade every area of life.